Welcome to St James Bible Bites. This podcast was recorded at our online reflective prayer, which takes place each Monday and Wednesday at 9.15. The full recording can be found on our Facebook page. Today our reflection is from our curate, the Reverend David Wilkie, entitled Blessings with a Question Mark. Psalm 108 together. Be exalted, O God, above the heavens. My heart is ready, O God, my heart is ready. I will sing and give you praise. Awake, my soul, awake, harp and lyre, that I may awaken the dawn. I will give you thanks, O Lord, among the peoples. I will sing your praises to you among the nations. Your loving kindness is as high as the heavens, and your faithfulness reaches to the clouds. Be exalted, O God, above the heavens, and your glory over all the earth. That your beloved, sorry, your time. That your beloved may be delivered. Save us by your right hand and answer me. God has spoken in his holiness. I will triumph and divide Sekem and share out the valley of Succoth. Gilead is mine, and Manasseh is mine. Ephraim is my helmet and Judah, my scepter. Moab shall be my washpot over Edom, will cast my sandal across uh, Philistia. Philistia. Will I shout in triumph of Philistia? Who will lead me into the strong city? Who will bring me into Eden? Have you not cast us off, O God? Will you no longer go forth with our troops? Will grant us your help against the enemy, for earthly help is in vain. Though God will, sorry, through God we will do great acts, for it is he that shall tread down our enemies. Be exalted, O God, above the heavens. In times of terror, O God, give us boldness. Act with courage, yet with mercy, for you rule the nations with the sword of truth. In Jesus Christ, our Lord. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and shall be forever. Amen. Now, Genesis 11, 27-12. Now, these are the descendants of Terah. Terah was the father of Abram, Nahor, and Haran. And Haran was the father of Lot. Haran died before his father Terah in the land of his birth in Ur of the Chaldeans. Abram and Nahor took wives, and the name of Abram's wife was Sarai, Sarai, and the name of Nahor's wife was Milcah. She was the daughter of Haran, the father of Milcah and Iscah. Now Sarai was barren. She had no child. Terah took his son Abram and his grandson Lot, son of Haran, and his daughter-in-law Sarai, his son Abram's wife, and they went out together from Ur of the Chaldeans to go into the land of Canaan. But when they came to Haran, they settled there. The days of Terah were 205 years, and Terah died in Haran. Now the Lord said to Abram, Go from your country and your kindred and your father's house to the land that I will show you. I will make of you a great nation, and I will bless you and make your name great, so that you will be a blessing. I will bless those who bless you, and the one who curses you, I will curse. And in you all the families of the earth shall be blessed. 
So Abram went as the Lord had told him, and Lot went with him. Abram was 75 years old when he departed from Haran. Abram took his wife Sarai and his brother's son Lot and all the possessions that they had gathered and the persons whom they had acquired in Haran, and they set forth to go to the land of Canaan. When they came to the land of Canaan, Abram passed through the land to the, to the place at Shechem, to the oak of Moreh. At that time, the Canaanites were in the land. Then the Lord appeared to Abram and said, To your offspring I will give you this land. So he built there an altar to the Lord, who had appeared to him. From there he moved on to the hill country to the east of Bethel, and pitched his tent with Bethel on the west, and I on the east, where he built an altar to the Lord and invoked, and invoked the name of the Lord. And Abram journeyed on by stages towards the Negeb. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Thank you, Ben. Well done. Matthew 26, 1 16. Thanks, Leslie. When Jesus had finished saying all the things, he said to his disciples, as you know, the Passover is two days away, and the Son of Man will be handed over to be crucified. Then the chief priests and the elders of the people assembled in the palace of the high priest, whose name was Caiaphas, and they plotted to arrest Jesus in some sly way and kill him. But not during the feast, they said or there may be a riot among the people. While Jesus was in Bethany, in the home of a man known as Simon the leper, a woman came to him with an alabaster jar of very expensive perfume, which she poured on his head as he was reclining at the table. When the disciples saw this, they were indignant. Why this waste? they asked. This perfume that had been sold at a high price and the money given to the poor. Aware of this, Jesus said to them, Why are you bothering this woman? She has done a beautiful thing to me. The poor you will always have with you, but you will not always have me. When she poured this perfume on my body, she did it to prepare me for burial. I tell you the truth, wherever this gospel is preached throughout the world, what she has done will also be told in memory of her. Then one of the twelve, the one called Judas Iscariot, came to the chief priests and asked, What are you willing to give me if I hand him over to you? So they counted out for him, 30 silver coins. From then on, Judas watched for an opportunity to hand him over. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Thank you, Leslie. Um, the themes I took out of that, the, those readings this morning uh, was one of uh, blessing question mark. You know, uh, what, do you, what do you think it means to have a blessed life? Uh, one that is... Um, I don't know. That's, that's up to you, I guess. Like, what, what, what do you mean by blessing? What, uh, 
Would it be financial security? Would it be offspring? Would it, you know, would it be um, security? You know, what, what all these thoughts of like, actually, what does it mean to be blessed by God? And for, in the psalm, we have this, uh, you know, idea of thanks, my soul may awaken. Uh, you know, I'm starting a new day. Blessed be God. Now, we get rise up in thanks. Then quickly it goes into, uh, have you not cast us off, God? We no longer forth our troops. You know, what about the victory against our enemy that is in front of us? Uh, yeah. I wonder what enemies you might have this morning. I'm just throwing out questions here. Now, in the Old Testament, we have this idea of promise. Um, so he, God appears to Abraham and tells him about, you know, I will bless those who bless you. I'll, I'll make you a blessing to the land, uh, to the people. And it's like, Actually, what does that mean? Does that mean he will, um, they will acquire a lot of possessions, a lot of wealth, a lot of people? Or does it mean something else? And that is the, the theme that runs throughout all this bite and it runs throughout a lot of the Bible, isn't it? You see the coming and going of um, blessing as in wealth and power in Israel and then it being sacked by invaders and going into exile and then building up again with being blessed by wealth and power and then getting it wrong again. And um, then we have this, uh, I love the, the way the passage is set out here. It's really, it's, it's really cool. It's really well written. I don't know how the gospel writers are so good writers, but they're, the way they thought about it and constructed passages is, is amazing. So we, it just it shows like a real um, a paradox going on here. So Jesus is uh, saying uh, about the Passover that's coming, People are like, oh, great, that's the time you'll to celebrate, to remember what, what God has done for us, how he blessed us, you know, by freeing us from the Egyptians. But then he says the Son of Man will be handed over to be crucified. And that must have been a, like a bit of a brain-melting moment. Like, what's he on about? <laughs> My brain just exploded. And then we have, in at the same time, the camera scans over, and then we're inside the temple, which is like, uh, you know, with the high priest. Now they're gathered in the palace of the high priest. So it's a, you know, it's a place of power, it's a place of wealth, and it's a place where people are blessed. They are blessed because they are wealthy. And in those days, if you were wealthy, you were blessed. Like that was a, like the question in the gospels elsewhere is um, you know, it's 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 hard for those who are rich to get into the kingdom of heaven, just like going an eye through a camel through the eye of a needle. And the disciples respond like, well, then who can enter the kingdom of heaven? Because in their view, if you're wealthy, you are blessed. That is like, so therefore who? How? No one else can. And so here we have the blessed, the people who are wealthy, have all the power gathered in the palace. And what is going on there? They're conspiring to kill someone, to kill Jesus. And the Passover, which should be a time of celebration, actually gets in their way. Not during the festival, there may be a riot among the people. What's the Passover become to them? It's just become another like political thing that happens. And it's got it's getting in the way of their plans. Surely you've got to worry if Sabbath or if a festivity is getting in the way of your plans. <laughs> Take a back seat, guys. You're not as you're you're not on the right track. Um so we have this going on. And then we have Jesus in the house of Simon the leper. And if you think about who's blessed, who's not, we have a palace and we have the house of the leper, which is just a wonderful like paradox. Uh, Jesus, the son of God, 
is in the house of a leper. The son of a carpenter is the prophet who they don't think is a prophet because they're looking to kill him. Um, it's just this wonderful paradox. And then uh, we have the alabaster jar. Again, something that's worth a lot of money. Something that you are blessed to have. If you have it, you're wealthy. It's your, it's your life savings. She poured it on his head as he sat at the table. And the disciples' reaction to this is one of anger because they see the money. They see the pound coins just being poured out. And they, they've been, they're always looking for more donations. And they're thinking, actually, you know, we're coming through some a big rebellion on our hands. We're going to need some finance to do it. You know, if we want Jesus to be president, we need to fund. We need, to, we need bigger donors. We need a political campaign. All these kind of strategies are going through their heads, aren't they? And then they see this ointment being poured out and they're like, this isn't how you this isn't how you do it. This isn't yeah. Why this waste? Can it be sold for a large sum of money? But Jesus says you're missing what's right in front of you. You're missing what's going on. Instead, you're looking at things differently here. Like, she is blessing me. She is performing a good service for me. And it's this outpouring, this like generosity that just comes out because she knows what Jesus has done for her. She knows that Jesus has forgiven her and she she wants to show the world that. And so she pours out this ointment all over Jesus. And it's also a symbol, as we know later on, that there won't be time for a proper burial for Jesus. He'll be rushed into this burial. And this this time, the, this ointment is like what we do after burial. And she has prepared me for burial, said Jesus. And it's just this incredible generosity. So there we have the palace people with the wealth and the power and what's going on in their minds is deceit and death and stealth and popularity and political gain and then we have in the house of the leper is Jesus being uh, shown love and it's just and I wonder if this is uh, one of the points when Judas because he was just a normal disciple he saw Jesus doing the healing he was taking care of the treasury so therefore he must be quite a wise guy uh, and he was trusted I wonder if these are one of the points when Judas, Judas is like you know this isn't going the way I want it to this political rebellion against Rome just isn't going to work out with this guy <laughs> maybe I need to stir things up or maybe I need to betray it. you know this uh, whatever was going through his mind no one really knows and it's quite a dark place to go to um, but I wonder if he actually saw that I he realized that Jesus isn't interested in sitting in the palace. Jesus isn't interested in being a chief priest, even though he will be, but in a different way. He's going to see the world. He's doing things very differently here. And I don't know how this fits with my vision for the future. So what do you mean by being blessed is the question this morning. And when we're, uh, when we look at our bank accounts or we look at what we're spending our money on or what we what we're doing in our minds uh, today is actually what, where are we, where are we giving thanks to God that actually for all that he has already given us, where can we pour out generosity, uh, acts of good service or, you know, just being over the top. I wonder if you know people that are just always so over the top with their generosity and they're just amazing to be around. And uh, yeah, and what are our, what are our hopes for the future of the church? UK, the world? Is it one of, are we looking into the palaces of power? Are we looking at the 
places like food bank. Some thoughts and questions there. So let's offer it up to God in prayer and give thanks to this incredible, um, yeah, this incredible example of what it means to be fully human and, for, and yeah, for Jesus' sacrifice and what he's done for us to be here today. Lord, I pray that you would um, help me to see what it means to be truly blessed. Help me as I walk around today, as I see others. Help me with the thoughts that enter my mind. Help me with the words that come out my mouth. Help me with the way I see this world and see my part in it. Lord, would you forgive me when, as when we see ourselves as valuable only as what's in our bank account or in the things that we can do, the productivity that we can produce. Lord, you see far more than that and we are far more valuable than those things. Help us, Lord, not to judge others by the seats of power that they sit in or in the places that we'd rather not go. Lord, the path that you took was one that few uh, would like to follow. It was a narrow path, and it was full of self-sacrifice and hardship, but it was the path of life. Lord, I thank you for it. I thank you for the cross. I thank you for all that you've done for us and continue to do for us. So Lord, would you fill us with your spirit this morning? Help us to see your kingdom at work here. Give us a vision that's bigger than ourselves, God. Amen. For more Bible Bite podcasts, simply visit our website, www.stjamestaunton.co.uk and click on resources. Thank you for listening and may God be with you today.